Hey, Jim and Dee, this is Joe from just outside of Buffalo, New York. Absolutely love the podcast. Jim, glad to see you're back doing the podcast regularly. Really missed it. Hey, Jim and Dee, this is Chad calling from the cornfields of Iowa. Just wanted to let you know, just got done listening to the podcast. I smiled all the way through it. I laughed at the end. All the best to you. God bless. God bless you, Dee. I'm praying for you. You too, Jim. Love you guys. Hi, Dee and Jim. This is Megan from Tampa. I just wanted to say I really enjoy listening to your podcast while I'm running. We really appreciate hearing all of your positivity. Thanks. Hey everyone, how you doing? I am Ruin Rock and Roll. I'm Get D. I'm actually on the road right now. Uh, I'm in North Carolina, and um, we have a Metallica show tonight. And Dee's gonna come meet me. Her treatment is uh, gosh, I don't even know what date is. Philadelphia. It's gonna be on Tuesday, and She's coming to meet me. Well, I'm not coming. Her treatment is Tuesday, and I'm going to go meet her. And then Wednesday, I have a stand-up comedy show in Philadelphia and in Metallica. So I get three days with D, and it's going to be freaking awesome. I'm excited about that. And she's going to flip out that Casper thing. We have a, a mattress. She, she, it's not even mattress, pillows. It's all these other products. I've had, I'm not going to lie to you, I think I'm having the best time my entire life. I'm not even kidding you. Uh, traveling with all these people, doing the shows. Ooh. Hey, babe. Hey, how's it going? How are you? I'm good. Just, just so everybody knows, I'm getting over a cold, so I might have a yucky cough every once in a while. <laughs> so I don't want to be rude attacking in the background here. <clears throat> Did that... um start with uh, one of our kids or you got that kind of on your own? Um, I believe our kids it started I, for like I a believe month. I believe it started from babysitting the babies and I'll tell you why. My immune system's always been kind of crappy. So whenever I was around like a new strand of the flu, it literally practically killed me. <laughs> Where if you got me sick, I would just have, like, the average cold. But when I get children's naughty sickness, oh, um, I've been laid up since um, Thursday. Like, it, yeah. today, today's the first day where I'm like, woo, I'm back. But I, I have this yucky cough, and I, I might go to the, the doctor because I don't want that turning into something. So, <sighs> No, that's. That's the worst See, that when you start coughing. Yeah, that medication that I'm on causes a little bit of, um, like, sinusitis. 
Is that is that the, the right cancer stuff? No. Yeah, my cancer treatment stuff. Um, caused, so I have to, and it, and it's funny because it's usually close to the end of the month after I do the immunotherapy. So, yeah. uh, I hate to interrupt you, but the school's calling. Can I put you on hold? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not good. Okay. We uh, well, while I'm waiting for D, um. We had some drama with school. Uh, uh, you know, I can't even really get into it. People get upset. But well, now I'm going to get into it a little bit. Um, there was uh, something that happened with our youngest one. Um, and the school, long story short, they called us up and they're like, hey, uh, some mother or woman approached your daughter on school grounds uh, to and gave her a bag with products and also uh, like there was a letter in it and it was basically um sort of a misunderstanding where a really sweet kid thought that my kid and two others who were probably 40 feet away um, talking and laughing at her when they were just laughing amongst themselves and the kid I guess got upset told told the mom and the mom instead of calling a school and saying I think I may have an issue my kid thinks this or calling a parent or one of us go hey man I just want to give you a heads up kid came home a little mangled today and you, you need to talk to your kid and we need to handle this this person wrote a put it this way I, I sent it to the police that's how emotional and uh, and everyone I told, like, whoa, you do not go up to a 13-year-old child as an adult. And you do, if I, I would, if my kid was physically assaulted or extremely bullied. Um, maybe, maybe I'd lose my mind. But to not even investigate? And I had to let the police know and the school know, like, hey, if this person, if a person is willing to go to that length to write a two-page letter, which in it said, don't even try to explain yourself, you're wrong, and that's that, you, you weren't even there. And the person, it, I won't get into details, but it was, uh, it was pretty intense. And I don't like the fact that D is still on the phone with the school. So this should be interesting. I know today she wanted to talk about um, this whole uh, nursing home thing. Like if you if you have a a parent or two that's still living and they're getting older, and you're coming across that time where you got to put them somewhere. If you don't start making more sense, we're going to have to put you in a home. You already put me in a home. Then we'll put you in the crooked home. It's on sixty minutes. I'll be good. 
and uh, Dee's not feeling good. It was interesting. She brought up something where she said, and I'm starting to notice that pattern too, where every time it's a, she's ready for um, her new treatment on the trial that she's on, she always seems to get a head cold. No matter what, that, that now that I'm thinking about that, she gets it almost once a month. She starts getting stuffed up, and it's probably right around. And now it's stretched out a little bit more, but, huh, I wonder if that, uh, I don't know. I don't know how, I, who the heck knows. I don't know how that all works. But, yeah, back that, let's, I'm all over the place here. Let's talk about that kid, that, that mom. I don't know if you, you got any of that, but the freaking mom approached my kid Never even investigated. Ah, uh, here we go. Hey, babe. Sorry about that. <laughs> what happened? First of all, I think I'm the only dummy on the planet that can't switch over from a call. Once I take it, I, I, I just always end up hanging up. I don't, I, I, I don't know how to, I, I feel like such a dummy. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's fine. That's the school that I called. It was the school nurse that got her kicked out because Dory was playing with the pet rats in the science class and broke out with ties. <laughs> so, so she's got to take Benadryl, which is going to make her all dopey and sleepy, and I'm probably going to have to go pick her up now. So, um, oh, not now, problem. but I, I'll wait till the medication kicks in, and then I'll probably... probably <laughs> you, like, you, excuse me, it's a school? Your kid's sleeping in the hallway? Yeah, <laughs> your kid passed out in her locker. <laughs> Your kids in her locker passed out with eyes all over her face. <laughs> and there's a rat sitting on her chest. <laughs> there's a rat on her chest. Your kid's laid uh, out. And that's a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dory, but the cage is clean. That's disgusting. Why would you break out from a rat? Like, the only thing I can she goes, this is, what, this is how intelligent our children are. Well, sometimes it happens to other people. <laughs> Sometimes when I sometimes other people when they touch the poison ivy they break out and hive and it's like crazy. I just didn't think it would happen to me. Hey, hey kids, at school, if your friends break out from the science rat and you want to leave school, go play with it. (laughs) Oh, that's such a bummer! You passed out. You're the two day. Oh my gosh! I had that school back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day, they're like, "Here, take some Tylenol and walk it off." Oh my gosh, I was at the nurses' station all the time. I hated school. Oh, you? What would you fake it? <laughs> oh yeah, I was so scared. Anytime I, anytime we had like an oral report, I was like, "Oh, I need to go to the nurse." <laughs> I mean, I really had stomach aches. I had a stomach ache because I was so nervous. I was probably like on the verge of throwing up. That's huh, interesting. You know, there was oh, yeah. some school. I just, I just saw where some university. I don't know which one is petitioning to ban oral presentations if you don't have to. You know what? I, and I that kind of agree because if that is a I tremendous. Do too. I think I do too. It's a tremendous yeah. fear. That is unnecessary. Yeah. If you're going into a field where you're not going to be doing that, 
Now, if you are going to be doing that, like a lawyer, by all means, they should have a presentation class, public speaking class. Yes. I had so much yeah, anxiety I agree. from that part of school. It crippled me all the way up until I was like 34. Like, it, 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 it's terrifying. Did you start, all the, did you start, all the way up until did I you start speaking at school at 34? <clears throat> no, I mean, I wouldn't even speak, <laughs> I, like, I, you know, I would, I would be afraid to go talk to somebody to advocate for my own children. Like, you shouldn't be walking around mm. here like that. And I wouldn't, yeah. how many how many people out there decided not to go a certain route because they didn't want to have to do that part of their studies, and they missed out on their dream career. Right. I agree. I think there's a lot of things in school that are so unnecessary. It just, like, it's... Don't get me started. I know. We, we talked a little bit about this last time. I just think at this age where everything's accessible... I mean, you can get a degree online. You don't even need to be in a classroom anymore. But I, I just think it, it shouldn't have a reflection on your grade unless your career choice has some sort of public speaking in it. And that's where you just got to bite the bullet and, and, and fight that fear. But if you're yeah. not, ugh. Yeah, I just, screw that. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. There's no reason for it. That's right. It stinks. It stinks. Don't play stinks. So what were you? Uh, what's going on with you? I'm getting all this text, and you're asking me about. Uh, an oh, old I. Budsman? How the hell you say it? Old Budsman. Oh, old oh my gosh, it was so frustrating. It's called Budsman. Um, O M Um Budsman. Oh. Um Budsman. Is it yeah. Um or Om? Wait, I have the pronunciation uh, up on the. Ombudsman. Um, Are you sure that's how it's No. <laughs> what, what's going on? I, well, a friend of mine called me really late last night. She works in... Caretaking. She's not in the nursing care facility. Like, um, let's just say she's, she's a PT, and she works with a lot of elderly that come and go... You know, she becomes very close to them and their family. She's got a tremendous heart. Like, it's just so humongous. It's barely, you know, Matter she's carried so big. Um, if I can elaborate. I know who you're talking about, if I can elaborate. I, I know who you're talking about, and you're right. It's very rare to find um, people in that field that are extremely passionate. She'll send me text messages and videos of... She'll go, oh, my gosh, Jim, this guy, he's a, he's a ex this, that. He's so funny. I love this man. I wish I can, I wish I can take care of him every day. Um, I mean, he, he literally really has a heart she would, for her patients. She would run a facility of her own like, like the creme if, de la if, creme. She has, and we said it. Do you, remember, do you remember years ago when I seriously was – was thinking about when when I was watching my mom and uh, dad go through all that. It was actually when you were watching your dad, yeah. I said, how about in town we try to get some type of elderly care thing, and I wanted Mm -hmm. uh, Maria, who took care of dad, help take care of dad, and and this person... So she would run the whole nursing staff, yeah. 
and I wanted her to to grab not grab but hire people that she knew were just as passionate as her. And it's just they're just genuine. That someone I think that I think that's a field that someone should capitalize on because right now the states that run it and all that they don't pay the workers well, and it's a dime a dozen when you find someone good. It really is. Other yeah, I one of I know one of my questions was. How do these people get their degree or their certification in this field so easily? Because, the, uh, Tim, how many nurses and aides did we have come through here? In the in oh my how many God. years? Did we have, how how many years were we Dozen? doing? Like six years? How long did we have dad? Four? Mm, I don't even know, but it seems like at least four to six. Um, Four to six years. We must have gone at least a dozen because it was before he actually lived with us. He was still in the house. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. But we went through, had to be at least a dozen. Now, the ones we had, we would find a good one and it's like, oh, sorry, they can't work with him anymore. Uh, I got to put him on this other job. Oh, Okay. That's another thing. You get someone good, and you can't keep them. And what they try to push is, hey, you should really have a live-in. Um, and you're like, what? And Which live- is fine. I don't want someone living in my house. No. But even the live-ins, the live-ins are like, they're awkward, and they're not, I don't want, I didn't want them in the house. Like, I would have had Maria live with us. She was awesome. <laughs> I yeah, and we also got to know her through years. And what people, but here's how we found. She had a family of her own. She didn't want to live with us either, you know. Like, she she had a family of her own. And the people that that were willing to live in somebody else's house, they were a little strange. They. Yes. What about the one we have sleep over? Oh, my God. Oh, my Remember? God. So let me let me set the story. So Jim's mom at this point is literally a walking, talking infant. She can, I don't know, she was like Houdini. She could climb out of that hospital bed, but could barely walk. I don't know how she did it. And she would take all of her clothes off, rip the diaper off. I, like, I mean, I remember sleeping with one eye open. I never even slept like that when we had infants. But, like, I I remember sleeping with one eye open watching the monitor to see how she managed to get out of that bed. It was nuts. Yeah. And she also was, like, hanging out with someone that was tripping on acid every day. Yeah, that's exactly, that's why I said it's like a walking, talking infant, because they're not making any sense, but they can physically, she could walk, but her she was a fall victim, she, what do they call it? a fall risk. You know, she fell yeah. all the time, that's why we, we finally moved her in, because we couldn't understand why the facility she was at, kept calling saying mom fell down mom fell like who's watching her yeah we would get she was staying in a place and we would hear all i'd always get a phone call listen your mom's okay um she fell again we found her on the floor you're like like, where how is she not being watched like she should be in a room with an aide like babysitting these people cannot care yeah like yeah let me get this straight you get seven to ten thousand dollars just yep. from us and you she's fell 
how many times this month? And that was another yeah, like, you know, well, yeah. I, well, no, I don't want to rile anybody up, but I do want to. I do. Ah, you're riling me up. <laughs> well, well, no, well, people you know what? Know about it. I want to. It is real life stuff, and I do want to shake up the system because I'll tell you what. We we put so much time and care into children, and even that's another subject, and it's not enough. The there's too many children in homes that are so mentally and physically unfit for them that, um, and I'm not talking about just regular home life. I'm talking about foster cares and social yeah, but care. Listen, like you, listen. Wait a minute. Let me finish I, I, my sentence. All, right. all I want, all I want to say is that the system needs to be shaken up, and I want to know why the system, why does the system pay their employees so poorly for such an important job? Yeah, but I want to stick with. The I elderly, don't understand. I don't know much that. about the foster world, but let's stick with the elderly because I don't, I don't so, know yeah. the foster child world. Um, so the bottom line what's is going taking on? care of the taking care of the the helpless. Like children can't help themselves; they need adult help. Elderly cannot help themselves; they need help. Yes. Yeah, so, so what we, what happened? What happened? So so when you're, I want people to know that when you're you're feeling completely stuck and you feel like the facility that you're your loved one is in is not giving them the right care or you're seeing signs of abuse or or something's going on and you feel like you can't move them because you can't you don't have the funds. You call your local ombudsman. It's O Spell it. Oscar, M is in Mary, B is in boy, U is in unicorn, D is in David S is in Sam. <laughs> M is in Mary. <laughs> A is in Apple. N is in Nancy. Ombudsman. When just Google it. So I I I googled um, my local ombudsman, and a bunch of stuff comes up. There, it tells you what they're about. It shows yeah. you. Um, <clears throat> it's it's there's a consumer voice that's there and tells you all the resources. Um, it'll it should take you directly to your local government and social care ombudsman home, and that's on um, www. dot l g o. dot org. Um, wait, this one says UK. It doesn't matter. Old Bunsman. Can I tell the story real quick? How I yes. found out about this. So long story short, this is years ago. My mom's at a place, and first she was in independent living, and that's expensive too, because they have nurses mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and it's it's private pay, all right? Uh, yeah. And this this is where your choice go, people. When you know when we grew up. There was there was a grandmother in the house, an aunt in the house. My friend Phil, the aunt was in the upstairs, and the grandmother downstairs. My neighbor, the grandmother, lived downstairs. So because you you took care, of, I don't. You just took care of each other, and because you also weren't trying to make eight billion dollars a year and just have such 
I don't know, just self-driven lives with no responsibility. And Well, we're the only culture in the world that puts our elderly care in a facility, which which is fine, but it's it's the home life that's something's getting messed up at home. Extremely. And so Amanda's at this place, and now she goes into, uh, she needs more help. So she moves into um, uh, assisted living. Now, from there... No, she was in... No, she was in assistant living. So they just kind of kept an eye on her, and she's in an apartment. She can come and go as she pleases, and they just keep an eye on her. You know, so help is close by. Then she went into, um, it's called something else. It's not assistant living. It's, um. It was like full care. It's like a nursing home. It's it's another wing. But long story short, she needed, oh, hold on. Let me, let me, let me say Long story short, um, she goes in the assistant. She's in assistant living where they'll help you with stuff. Now, something happened to her. She got a UTI, which I never even heard of. Um, a urinary tract. Which is a urinary tract. Yeah. If you're listening to me, people, I'm, I, I never heard of this. I never knew it existed. It happens with men and women. So I think it happens because they don't wash you well enough. So oh, you don't wash no. well enough. You get, hey, can I just talk? And so sometimes it's all different things that happen. Now, my mom, after a while, couldn't clean herself. She, you know, she's starting to be too old and maybe not clean herself. That turns into an infection. You don't help the infection or capture the infection. It goes to your brain. And you literally become like an acid trip. We got a call. Dee and I got a call one night. Uh, remember that was like midnight. And she's going, Jim, uh, you, you answered it, right, Dee? Or, or I answered it. And and she was just, what the heck was she saying that night? Do you remember? I do not remember what she was talking about. But I remember but looking she, at you like, yeah. what is she? Yeah. Long story short, now I'm getting calls. She's running down the hallway. She's naked. She's screaming people trying to kill her. And we didn't know what was going on. And she, it, was, it was a mess. And I mean a mess. So find out she's got a urinary tract infection. And she kept getting urinary tract infections. Every time she go back and who knows what really who, they don't really know. They're like, we don't know. We don't know what causes it. Um, and with that, well, uh, uh, years later, we get a call. The, the place where she was at, there were people there said, hey, uh, we started running out of money for her. She was running out of money. All her life savings, I won't say flushed down the toilet, but completely drained from just, a couple of years living at this place. And it's not just me. It's a lot of people. I don't know how anyone pays privately for elderly care for, for the amount of money they pay. Um, and so a person that worked there said, listen, start up. You have to, uh, I said, we're running out of money. And they said, well, you have to apply for 
Medicaid, which is when you're out of money and then you state your case and they look up how much money you made over the years and, you know, did they, are they hiding money anywhere? They want all your bank accounts and everything going back five, seven years. And so we get it settled. I start filing. A year, my mom was a squirrel. She would, she would hide money like a squirrel. Like a little fund over here and a bond over there. So every time it was about to go through, it was like, oh, we found another 20 grand. Oh, no. Um, and it would push it back. And so they moved my mom into a room that was a Medicaid bed. So when it kicked in, she was all set to go. P.S. The place is bought out. And a couple months later, without warning, they say, you have 30 days to find, you have to find your mom a new place. Oh, we can, sh- oh, we're shipping her to a nursing home. What? Like she's a rabbit. Like she's a, like she's a dog they just found. It was the most disturbing, you know, oh, we can help you. We can ship her about, a, uh, about, uh, 40 miles from here. Oh, you, you know, Going to visit your mom an hour and a half a day isn't so bad while you have your three kids and your wife and you travel. I mean, suck it up. They're, I, I get bit. So I put this video out on Facebook, and that's how I found out about a ombudsman. They said, notify the local ombudsman. And that, I, there's this whole organization that if you're in any type of trouble, like Dee said, they will come help you. And they're paid there's, by the government to handle situations, right, Dee? Yeah, the their description is basically this. Um, <clears throat> an official appointed to investigate individuals' complaints against maladministration, especially of public authority. So, um, what... What that basically is saying, um, here, here's another one. So, you're, uh, it's an official charge with representing the interests of the public by investigating and addressing complaints of maladministration or a violation of rights. The ombudsman is usually appointed by the government or by parliament, but with a significant degree of independence in some countries, an inspector general, citizen advocate, or other official may have duties similar to those of the national ombudsman. Um, yeah, we don't need to read it. People can look it up. No, I don't need I, the don't whole need thing. But it, it, they investigate complaints um, and help, and they and they attempt to resolve them. So they're they're basically being your mediator for. Um, they're they're like the mediator of the law. So this woman came and helped you figure out the facility that she helped figure out that the facility that mom was currently in that they were trying to kick her out of if they were if they were following your 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 citizen your rights as a citizen. So like they've crossed the boundary like even though you're running a facility and caring for an individual, there's fine lines where they can try to kick people out if they know that the pay is now coming from Medicaid instead of your That's pocket. Right. Because if it comes from your pocket, it's going to be it's going to be a full funded ride. Where if it's coming through Medicaid, it's almost like 
what your insurance people, what, what your insurance does for you when your hospital bills come in, they negotiate a price that's feasible for the insurance to pay and for you to pay. So, um, and that's a whole other subject. People, if you get a huge yeah. bill from your hospital, you call and negotiate. If you can't afford that's right. it. Don't yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Crap. People don't know that. I remember getting a bill yeah. for um, a procedure that I had done, and it almost fell over. It, the bill it was $30,000. Who has that? Right. Like, so, right. So it's always negotiable because your yeah. health care, so. all health care under the health care definition is an umbrella effect that as a society – we are, we are to take care of one another. Hey, everyone. So today's podcast is brought to you by Casper. Well, Jim, what is Casper? I'm going to tell you what it is, and my wife, Dee, is going to go bonkers, and she's going to want this. Casper, this is going to make you sleep on a whole new level. That, that, that's all you need to know. You have a problem sleeping? Casper is a sleep brand experts design products to help you get your best rest i'm going to hook you up here i'm going to give you all the info all right i just want to tell you a little something about them they're designed by humans for humans casper products they're designed okay to mimic your curves human curves they uh, they're comfortable all different bodies doesn't matter what size body you are casper has you covered all right so that's the deal. That's one of the most important parts of your life is sleeping. And Casper's here to save you. Um, there's all different designs. Okay, if you like sleeping cool, it regulates your body temperature throughout the night. How sick is that? You have foams for different surfaces. And it's, that's another thing. Casper offers... You have the Wave and the and the Essential mattresses. The Wave features um, a premium support system to mirror the actual shape of your body. All right. Now the Essential has a streamlined design, and the price it's and the prices are not even what you think. It's not just the the mattresses. They have pillows. They have sheets. They have everything to make sure you're going to sleep better. So there's all different selections for this thing. And the best thing about Casper is it's super convenient. The price is, I mean, you go to a regular store, you try to get this stuff, you're going to pay through your snot box. But Casper's are affordable. It cuts out the middleman and it sells directly to you, which is the best way to buy anything. So it's hassle-free returns. If you're not completely satisfied, they deliver it right to your door. I mean, come on. And it's a small box, free shipping and returns in the US and Canada. All right? You're still not convinced? Here's what Casper's going to do for you. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100 night risk free sleep on a trial. You can't. Who's going to do that for you? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Buy the mattress and uh, keep it for 100 nights and let me know what you think. You're not going to get a better deal anywhere. You're just not. Check it out. I'm going to order one. We're going to crush this thing together. 
We're going to talk about this thing. Everyone's going to be all perky when they call in. I had the best sleep ever. Thanks for hooking us up with Casper, Jim. And here's what you do. Casper.com. C-A-S-P-E-R.com forward slash brewer. How easy is that? Casper, C-A-S-P-E-R.com forward slash brewer. You get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com forward slash brewer. I just saved you 50 bucks. I already saved you 50 bucks. All right? It's that simple. I can't make it any easy for you. I like to thank Casper. I'm going to sleep like a baby. Thank you, Casper. And you're going to thank him too. Yeah, let me chime in for a second. It comes down to this. The more and more we move forward, the more and more you allow like a corporation to run people, we're in serious trouble. And there's got to be a pushback. Basically, elderly people nowadays in our country are completely controlled by corporations that are buying out elderly places and basically kicking their asses out to the street if they can't afford seven to twelve to fifteen thousand dollars a month. So your only other mm-hmm. choice is, oh well, now we stick them in a nursing home where and I'm telling you right now, there's great nursing home nurses out there, but I don't care what you say, there's a lot that are not. And They're I can, not I, it's so sad. I, and I tell you what, there's times where I see my mom, she ha- I mean, you see some elderly, if you go visit, and you see their arms and their bruised and this and that. My mom used to always say, like, this one's really rough. And I thought my mom was nuts. And that's another thing. They know that your elderly parents aren't really with it sometimes, and you may question them. So you got to really listen to them because a lot of people I've talked to have said, you know, my dad used to say they steal my clothes. My mom says this one's really rough with her at night. Uh, and I go, ma, you know, it's like I'm telling you, they stole my slippers. And I'll be damned. The more, By the time we were done, had those clothes my mom had, we didn't bring them. And no way. Had gone. They were gone. It was so weird. It's weird, man. So I'm just saying, watch your ass with the elderly. I mean, really, really get involved, even if you can't, because it's a mess. The reason she called me was a a friend of hers had to put her mother in a nursing care facility for rehabilitation this woman was totally with it. She ended up having a, a, I think, a mini stroke, one of those little TM, what are they called? Yeah, um, a TSI or something, I don't know. TMI, that's too much information. Doesn't TMI, matter, a little stroke. Whatever. Totally with it, though. So, <clears throat> okay. her doctor, her doctor recommends, listen, you got to go through protocol. You have to go to the uh, um, the hospital, and they have to say, yes, she definitely had this done. And <clears throat> hold on, i got to relocate because the contractor just showed up, and I don't want to talk to him. Anyway, um, so it... <laughs> so she goes through protocol. She goes through protocol, and she... 
goes to the emergency room and they say, yes, she needs a little bit of rehabilitation, but she's totally with it. You know, the rehabilitation is because, like, when you have a little mini stroke, some of your fine motor skills get kind of knocked off the shelf for a little while. And you have to relearn yeah. and exercise and, and make that part of your brain reconnect, which is amazing how it can do that. So it, how, you have yeah. to teach yourself how to, you have to teach your, your hand to make the connection to your brain to feed yourself, you know. But in the meantime, you can totally still talk and talk about your past and your family members and you can yeah, we tell had a friend our age we had a friend our age yes. had two strokes two yeah and yeah so you, you know, can so still yeah, function you can still function but and you can still tell your nurse like i need this i need that or no thank you or whatever well so what happened She's in this facility, and Jim, it's one that we really, really liked. Um, and I'm not going to say names because I don't want to get anybody. They're already in big fat trouble. But um, she came the next day, and her poor mother is in the fetal position, curled up in a ball, and has bruises from head to head to toe all over her. Why? And yeah, and this woman was like. And I can't, I don't want to give any more details, but the 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 woman whose mother was in, in this facility, this woman has a very, her job can blow a hole in the whole system. So um, the, I, I hope she does blow a hole in the whole system because it's... Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't, you can't leave it like that. What, what, what happened with the woman? I can't, I can't because I don't want to jeopardize her... I don't want to jeopardize her. See, no one knows what you're talking about. It doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. I'm, you can you can try to pull me pull it out of me. I'm not going to do it. Anyway, I just want to say. Do you know how many of our listeners right I now want to jump through the? You, hold on. Do you know how many listeners right now, including myself, want to jump through and strangle you? Because it's like saying, "Hey, guess what? I got the greatest story ever. I just can't tell you about it." Why would you do that? Let me ask I just you this. can't tell you the whole this. story, Jim. I just can't tell you what she does for a living. It's not my. It's nobody's. No, 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 no. Here's my question, to you, D. What the woman? What is? Did the woman, elderly woman, claim something happened to her? I would assume. Uh, no. It, yeah, she totally did. Yeah, and she told her daughter everything that happened, and now the daughter is. Hopefully, I think she's called the newspapers and everything. It's going to be blown out of the horn. And this is this is why I wanted to talk about it today because I want people to know that you're not. I don't want you to feel helpless ah. in the position that in which you were in because those facilities make you feel helpless. They do. They really do. And I can't tell you how many times. Make the patients feel thing. helpless. And they make the family members feel helpless. And like you said, they're being bought out by corporations because the people that start facilities somehow, maybe they don't know how to run a business or maybe they're being squeezed by for taxes. You know, don't forget, a lot of these people that they do care for can't afford the care that they're getting. So why aren't they being governmentally funded like our schools? And... Um, other, like, okay, how about the abortion clinic? We're going to governmentally freaking fund that and not help the people that are alive? 
frick is wrong with this, this whole nation? We need help people that need to be helped. And the ones that can help themselves, step up. So, like... Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. So, that is a great, great point, D. Um, I'm so glad you brought that up because people have no clue. People have no clue that you can go to your local ombudsman. Um, and if you didn't, if you didn't get what, how D spelt it, um, oh, by the way, um, yeah, but I'm on the deck. If, oh, I just got a, uh, I, I'm sorry. I just got a text from our contractor said, Hey, I'm on the deck. Oh, if you yeah. hear me, so don't shoot me or call the cops. Um. <laughs> Darn. But yeah, I tell you what, if I could just have a minute, if I could just have a minute, it is, I know a lot of you don't are not in this circumstance, but maybe one day you will be, and maybe some of you are in the circumstance. There is, don't let a facility bully you or tell you otherwise. You have an instinct. You know the feeling when you go see your grandparent or parent in a facility, and you always, we, we're trained since we're a kid to always trust the organization, trust the hospital, trust the caretakers. You don't know them from a hole in the wall. And now that all these corporations are buying out the little people that would take good care, it's just like fruit basket company. Like, hey, I just created this great fruit basket company. I'm local. And then the big, hey, we'd like to buy you out. And the first thing they do is get rid of you because now they're just, their God is money. And money has no morals. Money doesn't have passion. It doesn't care. It is, it, it, it will help steal backstat. You're just a number now when it comes to, there's no more humanity when that's what's being driven. And that's what happened with my mom and the place that she's at and a million other moms and this particular woman. I hope, I, I hope A, the woman is okay and B, I hope if something happened to her like that, that makes no sense that, that she was bruised like that. I hope they tear their ass down. I really do. Well, no, you know what? Not No compassion for that. Right. Let's not, yeah, and don't name your facility after something like that, please. Because if you, if you really had the compassion, we had that one company that was awesome. They busted their tail trying to get us good home care. They really, really, really Yeah, they did. They were great. It just, it was a never, it was a, it was a losing battle though every time. Like that's the thing. Also, if you're going to, jump into this field just to make a paycheck please don't you're I don't think a lot of people I don't think a lot of people do no, your first instinct should be I want to help people and not because you want to control them but, but you want to really help them and their family members it has to come from your heart because a lot of people that we did have in our home that would come and help us they didn't give us food. What about that one lady? She left poor dad. We said, listen, we're going out to dinner. Um, he can watch a movie before you go. Um, 
But, you know, or just leave the TV on for him. She puts a movie in. And she puts, like, a DVD in. So that at the end of the DVD, what happens at the end of the DVD? The menu comes up. And what happens if you don't press play or stop? It just keeps going over and over the same song, over and over until he shut it off. Dad was in that room. Do you remember we showed up? We showed up like, I guess we showed up an hour after she had left. And she must have put the movie on and and then left before it ended, which she clearly did. We showed up and your dad was literally going out of his mental mind because he's been for an hour listening to the end of the DVD menu. It was so sad. He looked like he was going to cry. Like, he's like, shut it off. Like I'm like, oh my yeah. god, you can't see what's that on. Like, like What about what about D the time we came back and he was on the toilet for like an hour and a half. She just left her on the toilet and then we came there and she's on her phone on her back deck just hanging out. I wanted to strangle that human being. I wanted to strangle Oh, her. I don't remember that fact, one. Oh, I do. And the fact that getting a No, 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 no. But I'm just saying People that listen, you need to hear this because, oh, you know, Jim Brewer. Yeah, it happens to me. It's going to happen to you. Don't. You have to keep your eyes on it nonstop. But. I want to encourage people to know that you're not alone. Your your situations are all different because every elder, everybody's different. Um, but don't feel like you're alone. Reach out to your local assembly assembly men, right? I think that's how we found that lady. And and find out your rights as a citizen, what can be done to help your case. And there are people at these are people that your taxes pay for. This is a Yes. It's free. It's a free service. It's a free service by the government paid by the government to help you and your elderly parents. And it might be even, um, maybe not even elderly care, Jim. I believe it's for even, um, you know, if you have a special needs person, you know, like anything. Like you, yeah. you have you have a free service at your fingertips, and we had no idea about it until the very end, until this shit had spanned. So we want to encourage people to reach out, talk to people. You're not alone. Um, yep. You know, you can even call the number. What's our number again? I don't. I, I hope you have. No, no, no. Check this out. No. Here, D. Hold on one second. Here's here's okay. the deal. I'm going to give you guys Om O M Buds B U D S Man Om Budsman O M B U D S M A N. They're free, and they will mm-hmm. bust their ass. To look after your case, I'm telling you what this was a life changing moment for me. This yeah. the person that I contacted, I was ready to have a mental breakdown. It brought me to a dark place when someone's a, when when someone's talking about your parents like they're a loaf of bread and as if it's a product. I'm telling you right now, contact your ombudsman. They are a free service. And trust mm-hmm. me when I say because they're free, they, they, this woman was so passionate and those people are passionate 
in helping mm-hmm. you out. Trust yeah. me. This, this, the woman that reached out to me changed my life. She, yeah, she, she was great. I was getting cluster headaches. I was getting cluster yep. headaches. Yep. I wanted, it was bringing me in a dark place. I wanted to, the fact that humans acted like this put me in such a dark, I wanted to, I wanted revenge. I wanted, I had terrible thoughts. And they're you still do. <laughs> you well, no, I do because any violation of people, I get extremely, extremely pissed off. Even with faith yeah. and God and all that, when 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 uh, when people fake like I'm here for God and they're not, that you're you're controlling people's lives. You do it for the right reason. Don't don't you? Oh, yeah. uh, I hate when people are violated. So anyway. There you go. Well, let's just pray that all the people that do want to start some sort of elderly care facility, um, that their heart is the is the starting foundation. That they're they have such a care for this part of society and for service that it it you know let's let's let God pave the path for it to work and not let the government or the insurance companies have to make them sell to corporations like you said. Like there should be, there's a moral standard that's missing out of this whole thing. And and again, even with like, like the abuse of children and all that, there's a moral um, substance missing when we reach out to help children and elderly or victimized women, or like everything. There's so, there's so many different avenues where we as a whole person feel that we don't have anybody to back us up with help, and and and, and the abuser wins. Like it's not okay yeah. anymore. Yeah. So there you go. Um, wow. I can't wait to hear about that. And uh, on a lighter note, I'm excited to see you. It, tomorrow. Yay! Holy finally. <laughs> Holy crow! Seeing you tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing treatment. So I, you know, if you're going to bring your camera crew, I'd love for you to be. Um, I hope I don't need that okay by anybody. Um, I, yeah. I'd love. I'd no. love for people to see the kind of treatment again. So don't be afraid to <clears throat> reach out for. Um, you know, if your medical doctor tells you, oh, this is all we could do for you, like like Jim said in the beginning, you have an instinctual gut feeling that God gave you. If you don't like that answer, you go seek out other hospitals and other doctors and you know, just ship on that person that says, yeah, that's all we got for you. Like, you find a trial Someone... all over yeah. the world. And, and don't even think like, oh, well, I can't afford to get treatment elsewhere. Guess what, people? There's uh, there people you can get the funds. There's all kinds of different ways that you can get funded. Or I, when I go to my hospital, there there's I I there's a hospital. Um, what do you call it? When you're going to get treatment at the hospital near me, I tell the hotel that I stay at because it's right on you know hospital campus. I'm getting treatment, and they give me a hospital rate. Sometimes it's not the best rate. So don't oh, like don't think that's the way out of a you know a good hotel deal. But um, don't ever feel like you, you you're alone. Like the, I don't want ever anybody feeling like they're alone in their circumstances. There's always help out there. You just gotta go and find it. And you gotta find it. You gotta fight for it. 
Yeah. See, now we can talk about Absolutely. your tour. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want. I don't, I don't want to talk about. It. I just got. I just got to get going, and I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm excited. Great. And we'll yeah, see you. Where, uh, you. where are you next time? Uh, Philadelphia, where I'm meeting you. And then I play the Fillmore on Wednesday. And then no. What is? Tuesday. No, Wednesday. Wednesday's the Fillmore. Okay, and then Thursday's Metallica. Got it. And the Um, Fillmore is, um, is that a private show or a public show? No, it's a public show. People can buy tickets for it. People are buying tickets for that. Yeah. Fillmore's in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I love Philly. I can't wait. So, I I love you, rock and roll. I love you. Everything's well. I love you too. Safe trip. You got it. And we'll get into the whole uh, camera guy situation that was pretty intense this week. I'll tell you about it. Oh, yeah. We're little. All right. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Love you. Have a good one. Love you, babe. And everyone, thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless. Bye. Bye.